Welcome to episode three of the Publicans podcast with Lewis and Johnny. Um, we had actually a brilliant time recording the last episode, so hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, and thanks for joining us again. So this week, well, first of all, I want to start by saying we actually are in the lead up to Christmas. So this is yeah. This it, this feeds into the reviews that we're going to do tonight. Yeah, um, um, just in terms of the release structure, guys, it's probably not Christmas when you're listening to this, but mm. it is kind of Christmassy time at the moment. So, you know, keep that into account. Yeah. So usually we were saying the last couple of ep- episodes that we've done, we sort of reviewed two each episode, but what's happening at the moment now with COVID is it's actually kind of getting hard to, to get into two pubs around the city. It's a bit of a nightmare. In the one night. Mm-hmm. Because like by the time you've sank two or three in the first pub, it's getting to that point where it's getting awkward to find a second one, you know? Yeah, because by the time we actually get out to the pubs, um, it's, you know... Yeah. You, as soon as you go into one pub, you kind of want to stick there. Mm. Because mm. if you leave, you're not finding another place anywhere. Just the demand <laughs> is, is so high. And it, it didn't help. We went out after the last episode that we recorded... Uh, Obviously, you can tell in the episode we had a few tins, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, w- one of us, uh, me, didn't actually get into the pub. <laughs> but uh, literally putting your foot in the door. Yeah, quite yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I went to uh, up, and one of my friends, uh, Jack, was in the uh, actually in the pub at the mm, time, waiting for us. Waiting for us at the table, and uh, I just took off as I was going up to the door. I just go. Jack. <laughs> yeah, no hello, bed. no how are no, you? Hello, no what's the crack going? even? Just, just Jack. <laughs> and then and then your man He's tried like Jack, to, he just goes, Jack Wadley, like, what the fuck are you on about? No, but what I meant by literally putting your foot in the door, he tried to close the front door of the pub and you had your foot in the way. Oh yeah, but like, that was a mistake. I didn't know. No, like I know, I know. But then and that He's like, sorry, could you place you? And that was the end. That, that was that was it, then we were gone. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Have you had a few points, lads? Have you? I was like, Yeah, we've had a few, yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, he's definitely had a few anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck on. You had the same amount of drinks as me. Like, Yeah, but I, I can keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But, um, I did so, look like a bit of a... I was like, honestly, on ground, like, yeah. <laughs> classic line. <laughs> like, just never, was never getting in. So but, uh, we so we did a different place um, this week. And uh, it was... Yeah, it so... Was, it was called The Oval on Abbey Street. Which would be considered kind of a very old sort of famous pub in Dublin. Yeah, you know, it's not. I think that's fair to say. Uh, yeah, I think it's what eighteen twenty. It was actually established. Yeah, and yeah. then it was redone after the nineteen sixteen rising. Mm. Took a few hits from the HMS on it, and <laughs> then the uh, Liffey. But yeah, um, I Jokes actually. Them. Hey. <laughs> so I had looked this pub up, and it honestly looked amazing from the pictures, mm. but. Now, when I first walked in, you were already sitting there. We timed it perfectly anyway. And we'll go into the delay that we had actually meeting up. But Mm. um, i just talk about when I first walked in. It was ticking all the boxes as soon as I walked in. Mm -hmm. Um, Just now, this is why I was saying we're in the lead up to Christmas because it's it's doing the whole Christmas decorations right. It's not too much, but it's just right. Yeah. Um, And they're sticking on a few Christmas tunes in a mix of of other good I suppose like it was traditionally the pub would be considered sort of an old 
a fairly grand looking pub in a, in a weird way it's not higgledy piggledy so it does work well with the Christmas decorations when you put up and you keep it to a, yeah. a simple and then they have the they have the, they have the tunes and you know like good but what is what I should say is this is a gastro kind of pub mm. to a certain extent it's one of these old traditional pubs that sort of maybe pivoted into serving different types of food so I got a, I got a plate of chips and, and a pint while I was kind of I, we kind of ordered the food because two of our friends were joining later on and uh, we needed and a bit of soakage we needed a bit of soakage <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, well, yeah. luckily so but yeah look it's it's I'll, I'll be honest with you um, the servers when we came when I first arrived in in terms of the guy letting us in he was so sound you yeah know, absolutely asked for, for the COVID pass um, wanted to see, he did actually want to see an ID but he wasn't like a dick about the ID you know and some of them they're like sorry do you actually have an ID for that like mm. and you know he wasn't like that he's like just just the ID and the thing that's great guys thanks William so he was sound stuck down the, the name and the number and, and brought us to a table um, and then they really were very good in terms of pints to be fair to them like like anytime we finished a pint he would come down and say do we want need anything else so, like, yeah one of them would anyway yeah, there's like, a few of them first built part of the building okay um okay. so yeah everything else inside and the the uh, gable walls and the and the back wall would be rebuilt yeah or would have been rebuilt because look it I, looks like, a bit modern for, it looks a bit modern they, they i don't know what they and i don't think that's probably not what happened when they rebuilt it not that know? i have a because like they probably rebuilt it like a hundred years ago like well, so I, I don't have a, a thing about how it looks inside the the ground floor actually looks class um what was th- i i don't know like i i'm with you like the ground floor is very nice i don't know it, it, it's it's almost like i don't know this sounds so pernickety and i sound like a little prick about for saying it but i do it just seems a bit too varnished do you know if, if that makes any sense yeah for how I, old it is yeah it's about, yeah. it should look a bit old rustic it, it, yeah. it looks like a recreation of the thing do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I, I, I kind of, I was a little bit disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. I walked in and I was a little bit disappointed by the interior, but the servers were just unbelievable. Yeah, so that really brings them up. In fairness, they, they, it really does. Like I, like you can't. And I, you know, they probably listen to this, being like, "Who the fuck are these pricks?" But like, <laughs> it, it, they were unbelievable. Like so, I, I, for that alone, because we've been to a couple of really nice pubs that have the product itself is unbelievable mm. you know as a pub but then the service, the service is just lacking yeah. uh, shout out to fucking toners <laughs> yeah we <laughs> we passed them in the last we have to stop yeah. doing that yeah. <laughs> fuck you toners yeah yeah <laughs> no. no I mean so, we've had many a good night in yeah and when we do review it he's probably going to get one of our best reviews mm, let's be mm. fair like but um, yeah I was a little bit disappointed by the oval um, and then upstairs it just feels a little bit like a uh, a dining hall sort of so will we track back and just um, what happened was Johnny you, you went in first you got sat down and you got your pint mm-hmm. and um, I met you like five minutes after I was yeah. cycling into town parked my bike whatever and, yeah. and ran, ran across from like Cable Street basically. but um, we sat down basically at the entrance yeah and we were getting the cold wind in but I was enjoying being downstairs I have to say when the two lads who we were meeting came in, your man was like, here, 
we can't actually sit you here because the, the gangway which yeah. we, need, we need the space for people to go by which we totally understood that's that. yeah but i was excited because i saw photographs of the upstairs and i was like yes this is ideal because i did want to see the upstairs it turned out to be a bit of a letdown yeah yeah it, it, <laughs> I, like and i think um because yeah i could have affected it though initially though being downstairs in that we were at the door and we were getting the wind so just a just a thing for anybody who goes into a pub don't let them sit you down right next to the door because it actually is quite disruptive to pub chat do you know what i mean like yeah because you're hearing people come in but it's good for people watching no it is great yeah we we did discuss this though how you experience the pub is defined by where you're sitting really yeah and we had two two different experiences um in yeah. that pub on the night because we were downstairs yeah. at the door and then upstairs and just and to, just to explain the geography of this pub you walk in and it's kind of like it's quite wide and it, and it, it, it it's sort of a narrow like a, a corridor that goes down and then opens up basically yeah I maybe i'm not describing prop maybe you do uh no. well no so you okay if There's I can like describe a balcony this. that overlooks the entrance where the second floor is, as you ba- as you go up the balancer. Oh, maybe I'm no, too drunk to remember. Uh, <laughs> you tell us. It's the best way to describe it is you walk in your bar, the bar is to the left. And then you have the stairs on the right. So there's actually a narrow walkway, which is where we were sitting at mm. the front of. And it's narrow the whole way down yeah. along along the bar. And this actually ties in. I have a a story that I, I didn't tell you from the night. So uh, when we had moved upstairs, uh, I had to break the seal. So I asked you where the toilet was and you were mid drink. So you just pointed downstairs, like you just pointed, right? <laughs> I was like, grand, I'll, I'll find it. So I'd say, and um, I walked down to the ground floor. So there's only, there's only two floors, right? <laughs> so we were up on the first floor. I walked down to the ground floor and walked up, all along the bar to the very end and I, I was looking around I couldn't it got to a very tight space in the corner beyond <laughs> the bar that nobody was sitting in I thought maybe the toilet was there and then there was a couple sitting right beside it and they were like hey looking for the jacks are you <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like yeah yeah and they were like oh it's under the stairs there but you can go for a piss in the corner if you want <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> Just classic oh. Irish banter, like, yeah, 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 brilliant. Oh, you can't beat the Dublin like fucking the Dublin chat, like yeah, it's yeah. fucking it's brilliant. Mm. Um, that's another thing, like which I think is probably better. A place like the Oval, you probably have a better chance of running into proper dubs, like you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I think as opposed it's, to maybe I mean, in a couple of podcasts ago in Mulligans, you might run into maybe you know well, a you, lecturer or something you, know you, you run into all sorts there really yeah yeah to be fair yeah but um so do you want to talk about before you met me that night so that ties into the whole irish banter thing <laughs> yeah. yeah so i arrived in on the train um around i don't know half four or five o'clock and lewis said he wasn't gonna get into town for like till half six seven o'clock so i was like what what should i do points 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 so i kind of walked I actually quite like walking from Houston to um, to the city centre just because it's kind of nice. You walk past James's Gate. And mm. I always think James's Gate's a little bit like Willy Wonka's factory. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know what I mean? Like it's just, I just imagine some guy called Arthur Guinness with a big top hat, you know, and he invites golden tickets that you could... How would that work if you picked up a Guinness and there was some special thing on the Guinness that 
meant you won a golden ticket to go like visit at the you. bottom of the glass or something. Yeah, we should fucking work for Guinness. <laughs> yeah, imagine if, if there's anybody listening. Yeah, works for Diageo. Um, imagine if you, uh, imagine if Guinness did a thing where they basically put out thousands and thousands of glasses in Dublin, right? And yeah. there were ten glasses with this golden harp that was bottom. that was painted on the bottom of the glass, mm. and you would see it. And the only way you could see it maybe was... Is by finishing your drink. Is by finishing your drink. Yeah. And it's sort of like see through or whatever. And then if you had that golden, you get like 5K or whatever. And then you get brought into James's factory to, to see the whole gig. Like, yeah. That would be so... Wouldn't that be such a good fucking thing to do? Listen, we're taking a copyright on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way, uh, Diageo are not allowed to do that. At yeah. any point, uh, we came up with the idea, we own the IP. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is genius though. But the beauty about a Guinness is, you know, you have to... I just came up with that there. Like. Yeah. <laughs> You have the head, so obviously when that finishes, you still have the head at the bottom. So it really takes you to finish the the pint to actually see that harp. Yeah. I mean, it could be like you, one of these. To, it could be like one of these see-through sort of harps. That, but you could only see it from the top of the glass, not from the bottom. Yeah, that would like be the black hides it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once the black magic is gone, it reveals itself. Yeah. Oh, the black magic. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we'll just take a quick break. So, yep. Yeah, uh, we just decided we are going to be the new promoters for Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> the new marketing geniuses. Diageo, get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, I was walking from Houston past James' Gate, obviously, uh, and then... I made my way towards Christchurch and then I had this amazing sort of dilemma. I was like, will I go to this pub or I go to that pub? And mm. then I picked the Lord Edward in the end, um, which was like, it's funny. Lord Edward is like this really dirty old man's pub that honestly doesn't look like it's been cleaned in, in about 10 years. That- but, it, but it was actually so like old school, like all the old men sitting there having a pint it's authentic oh yeah and then the hipsters have caught wind of it as well like so they're all there with their fucking rasta, of course they are. rasta hair like <laughs> every second fucking young person has blue hair in there like do you know what I mean? <laughs> what's your thing against blue hair man <laughs> i don't know i just find it's the stereotypical like you know out there hipster thing and uh yeah so it was old men and and people with you know rastas uh so we had two pints there I uh, was chatting to the old Italians on the um, on the phone. That was a bit of crack. And then I decided, okay, I'm out. if we're going to the Oval, I should probably make my way across the city. So left the Lord Edward, uh, went down across the Liffey and got stuck. I went into a bar on Capel Street, but I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, went in there and got talking to these two, this old Danish couple. I say old, they were in their 50s. Okay. And uh, it was just... I, like honestly I just had I was drinking my Heineken and I had to charge my phone because all my money's on my phone and so that was out of battery so I had nobody it was just I was literally just sitting there with my bag I looked like such a fucking weirdo actually, I had no book or anything like, oh right okay yeah. it turns out I actually do have a book in the bag which kills me now because I could have taken it out but I didn't well it's just as well you didn't because because yeah, if I had because like, of what you're about to talk about yeah so I got caught I got chatting to these Danish couple and do you know what they said which I thought was really actually not surprising when you think about it they were saying to me what they couldn't believe because they were here till Monday they couldn't believe that Irish people just say hello to each other and start chatting to you mm. they were saying in Denmark 
it's not considered rude. You just wouldn't really talk to people. Like it's not really considered. It's just considered bizarre. I'd say just yeah unusual for someone to start a conversation with someone random. I'd say yeah, and they were saying that like COVID really didn't really Help. affect them that much because they're not very friendly they basically were saying they were in a friendly country which was yeah. and it, but it, did they seem friendly to you yeah they were yeah. lovely yeah. they were friendly in a shy way do you okay, know what I mean yeah. like and they're keeping their yeah their, the cards to themselves and I was like I was explaining to them that like you know a lot of Irish people particularly young Irish people would kind of look up to the likes of Denmark and Sweden mm. and, and Finland as like models of like society like mm-hmm. they have proper healthcare systems but get this right and I don't want to get political, but get, guess, so they get college for free, right? Okay. And she was saying that her son gets 900 euros a month from the government while he's in college, as well as free. So the college is free. And then you get a 12 grand, like basically a 10 grand allowance from the government while you're in college each year. That's insane. What, <laughs> what's that going towards you? Obviously your rent and then. Just your life. Like. Li- <laughs> like how class is that and she says he lives with her so he didn't have to prove that he was paying rent or anything he just goes to college in Denmark lives with his mum and then just gets a grand a month off the fucking government that's insane how cool is that I wonder what the cost of living is there now like is it quite high it, it's I mean it wouldn't be it's high like they were saying a pint is like eight quid or something like oh but, sorry okay yeah like so but you know they were saying taxes are super high as well but they say like you get all the, you get what you pay you, for like, you get the benefits yeah in like turn yeah you get a fucking stipend uh, for, and then free healthcare he was saying they're saying if you're not if you feel sick you can call the hospital and they'll just send someone out to you pick you up and then bring you back as well I how do they have the resources for that? I, I don't know like if we call an ambulance like it could take days for it to arrive <laughs> like, or, like I just I couldn't believe this so I was saying to them like we look up to but they were saying mm. they actually think we're class and they were saying that Ireland they see Ireland as this like place where there's loads and loads of like tech jobs and like where young people can actually get a decent job but mm. that maybe it's really hard to afford things she said because of rent and stuff mm. but she said a lot of young people really look up to Ireland as a place where they can get a decent living which I thought was really interesting in another way you know yeah. And but I was pretty much explaining to her like I was like this is like uh, Ireland's like a modern country pretending to be developed like you know like we, we mm. there are so many things that we don't get right like yeah um and it was just interesting to get them their perspectives we got talking about housing bubbles as well so like you know right, Denmark, okay. it's got a bit deep like you but, had plenty of time anyway yeah well i had i had one pint with them mm. and then the guy came down and was like would you like another and i was like don't mind if i do <laughs> does <laughs> so, the priest say mass yeah 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 exactly Unreal. so had those then and then i decided you know what this adventure's gone on long enough i'd gone past angel's gate i'd been in the lord edward with all the hippies i got across the river to this place and now i was like look i gotta get to the oval mm. and they were like what I, I was a bit tipsy after the fights so mm. I was like sorry I have to go to the Oval <laughs> they were like what are you talking about I was like oh sorry it's a, it's, it's a, it's a pub I have to go I have to go <laughs> <laughs> so then I walked I went this dodgy lane and then I kind of popped out on Abbey Street and there was the Oval literally shining in front of me that yeah. was it. I came out the lane I went this back street you know down that, that lane by Lot's pub and yeah. then I popped out and then we popped into the Oval which was you know kind of disappointing but you know yeah um, 
it doesn't really stand out in terms of if you're on that street it doesn't really stand out as a pub there, is, there are three floors now and um, the first two are only for customers I was going to go up to the third floor to have a look because I'm, the photo that I saw I thought was from the third floor and it actually looked amazing just the woodwork and everything just looked class mm. so I tried to sneak up there but after we, I got halfway up there and it said staff only and I was like fuck okay uh, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah it was raging because <laughs> if you go to the top floor and you they also you know what else they got wrong the lighting in the pub is too bright way too bright oh, but it, it takes I think it down. I think they took I think they turned it down as we were sitting on the first floor I'm pretty sure they did mm. well they needed to because I felt like I was in some cafeteria <laughs> for, for at, at the end of a nightclub like yeah <laughs> isn't it I, I, no, I, I just knew when I, we were in there I didn't want to stay there for the rest of the night like I was like we no. have to find somewhere else yeah and we were sort of I think it's this is something that we should take into account when we start reviewing these pubs, the other ones that we usually hang out mm-hmm. or, or, or fall into at, at you know, 10 o'clock. Um, fall into, stumble into, whatever yeah, you will. Whatever you will. <laughs> uh, like, we did kind of go, oh, look, we just go to the Stag's Head. Like, I think that must have something to do with the fact that Stag's Head is a class pub. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, like when you think about it, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll just go there. You know? Just the name in itself yeah. has a reputation, yeah. Yeah, um, but the but the oval, to be fair to it, the staff were hitting hitting homers, you know, like so I can't I can't fault them there. Yeah, but they, I, I think were, the Christmas thing was nice. I think it was too bright. The decor is a bit off, and it just doesn't feel as old world as I would have liked. It kind of feels like if you went into a really well done um, recreation of an Irish pub in Boston or something. That's that's kind of the vibe I was getting. Very interesting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if, without. Without all the Irish, like, yeah, it's, folk stuff, you know, the, your typical kind of Irish flags or whatever, because yeah. that was, that would be what's in an a bad, Irish, yeah, so in a bad in Irish, in an Irish pub in, yeah. in America, yeah. Yeah, in a bad Irish pub in America, there'd be like fucking flags everywhere, and yeah. that could be very like, that's okay, you know, there'd be oh, yeah, sure, murals, it has, yeah. You, you do it for the laugh, like, yeah. the murals of Connolly and all this shit, yeah, but this kind of looked like an actual recreation of a Dublin pub that they did in, in America if that mm. makes any and you do get some really good recreations so even though it's supposed to be the real deal it looks like a recreation of the real deal that's what I thought of the Oval we're actually mm. but having said that I'm still going to give them a pretty good score because I think it's an old pub and you know it is great great guys great team and the food was nice enough I suppose so I'm okay. going to go I only go six two on this, so I'm I'm still giving it a pretty good score. Like I think they're they're decent off. Like mm, okay, um, six two. Is that's what interesting. I, I mean, what's bringing them up certainly is the service. Mm. Uh, undeniably great. Like I yeah. feel like your man that was serving us at the start, who's kind of um, a, an owner or maybe just under an owner. Mm. Um, then. I don't know the the people in there as well. Like the interaction with people I had in there was was funny. Mm. You know, I, I I do take that into account as well. See, I didn't get that because I just I wasn't up and about. Like, yeah, you know. but having said that, um, I'm I'm not going to give it as high a score as you. I think, mm. and I'm going to go for um, five point eight. Fair. Fair. I think that comes in, or what does that bring it out to? What did you go? Six one. Six one. So that kind of brings it to five. Five nine five, basically. Five. So I've just skipped six. Yeah. So six zero. Oh. 
Um, getting lucky with the six there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. We'll be getting lucky if we don't get shot by the, the Oval gang. <laughs> um, but great, great pub and the manager could not have been nicer to us. Oh, yeah. Well, if he was the manager, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, just all, all the staff in general. But as I always say, especially in these times, I really want to see what, the, what each pub is like without any restrictions and just mm. get the vibe as naturally as possible in the pub um, I think it deserves that chance yeah I have to say like we need to do the Lord Edwards yeah yeah like well that, we'll do that next then I'd, I'd love to do that because I actually loved it I loved how it looked this pub looked like it hadn't been cleaned since the 1970s wow <laughs> and it, oh is this sorry it was like old manny like did was, you say there was a carpet in on the floor there was there? no carpet oh, okay. um, that I can remember um, but there was a there was a, a weird mix of people like there was this Dublin lad who was like I don't know 45 or whatever mm. and these two young Polish ones like with them mm. uh, and they were both like kind of their mid 20s like you know they had tech jobs whatever and they were like they were like I just fucking hit my manager he's like ah oh, yeah he sounds like a prick alright like yeah. <laughs> and he was quite clearly just trying to get his fist like. <laughs> fair play to him yeah yeah he's like yeah fuck it you know what <laughs> I would too <laughs> you know. she was Italian was she or? no they were both Polish like. oh really yeah yeah alright oh, yeah <laughs> what's wrong with Polish people <laughs> no I, I thought because <laughs> Just at first thought there, I thought um, your one was foreign yeah, and yeah, he yeah. was Irish because that's generally the way Irish lads work is they put up with any amount of shite just so they can actually... Yeah, yeah. Well, this one was giving it socks, bitch, about her manager. I'm like, love, I know everything about your manager and I'm only here. Shut up. Like, yeah. you could be anywhere. Dublin's a small town. Like, yeah. like mm. But, um, yeah, He's so... Like, Padraig is so annoying. <laughs> I can't do a Polish accent. That's sounds like Chinese. That's offensive, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's offensive, but I don't know who to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, on that note, we'll just take a quick break and then we'll we'll be back to talk about um, the Stag's Head. Oh, no, sorry, not the Stag's Head. Uh, for Dame Lane. And we have a little surprise at the end as well. Okay, we're back. Um, so, just to recap, I mean... There's not much of a gap between when we finished up there, but um, it was a healthy six for for for, for the, the oval, oval. Um, which will probably will definitely not be our worst score, and it won't be our best score either. Um, Look, so like we, six, we consider a pretty good score. Like we we've yet to rate anything over an an eight. Two, I think. So look, like, it's a bit unfair because in the current times there are many restrictions in place. It's only fifty percent capacity. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's in the mix there that's not allowing it to give its full potential. I so, think so. So yeah. I mean, it's unfair at the moment, but look, we'll do it again eventually. You know, like if you if somebody was to ask me, would I go back to the oval? I'd probably say yeah. Do you know what I mean like so? Yeah, hundred uh, Like so, like most pubs are in that range do you know what I mean and that makes them grand do you mm-hmm. know like so yeah yeah yeah. Um, what I was going to say was um, actually on the night or maybe maybe it was before I met you but I had a thought that it's a, we should be doing pubs kind of by season actually so I don't know how you feel about this but we're doing that pub in the run up to Christmas and obviously with COVID, it's all like this is that all is thrown. 
Oh, Lewis is all, such a good point. This is yeah. all throwing a lot of things in the mix, but it's doing a Christmas vibe. You know, it's at fifty percent capacity. It's doing the best it's, it is. It it's doing the best it can possibly do. Say we go back in the summertime or something. It's going to be a completely different vibe. And if it's at a hundred percent capacity and like we're at the end of COVID or whatever, I want to see that pub. Yeah, I want to see that pub vibe. Yeah, in its glory. Well, I, I also think, though, like, certain pubs are going to be classed during the summer. Like, I'm thinking about Kyo's on South Ann Street. Like, mm. like, outside in that corner, you know, 18 degrees Celsius, sun comes out, blue sky. It's a May weekend. It's, ama- it's amazing that we think 18 degrees is actually classed. <laughs> but it is. No, like, it it's, is. It's, it's perfect temperature. People are all like, oh, Aaron's so cold. I'm like, I don't want it to be 30 degrees. I'm no, sweating no, at 30 yeah, degrees. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just funny though. Like, you yeah. know. I, like in my head, anything between 18 and 22 is uh, the perfect temperature. Honestly, when Dublin has sunny weather and it's 18 degrees, there's no other place to be. It, it, it seems honestly, like God has like put Dublin to be like heaven on earth like mm. I, n- not not to use the like religious yeah. card but yeah everyone's just in the highest form possible there's people drinking by the canal girls like, are in the summer dresses <laughs> like oh <laughs> but yeah and the lads are vibing you know people are having people over to their apartments having a few in the canal like yeah, yeah. just it's a different vibe altogether oh yeah but so yeah in contrast to that, Christmas is a different vibe altogether. So that's why I think we should, I mean, this is all subjective in terms of the scenario that we're in. We're coming in up to Christmas. People are on a, on a nice little buzz, you know, they're excited for the holidays. Mm. Now we need to try it again in the summertime with less restrictions because I feel like that's pulling that pub down. Yeah. So like, you don't want anyone to be like, oh, don't go to the Oval. The, like, yeah, like, no. I actually don't think anybody should be like that at no. like this place. Um, it, yeah. Sure. Who's going to take our advice anyway? <laughs> Fucking talking shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, not. Yeah. We'll we'll move on anyway. So um, at this at this point in the night, we have the two lads with us. We wanted to go towards kind of Dame Lane area. And this is one thing that annoys me about the current restrictions. So everything closes at 12. <laughs> Man, you're going on an anti-COVID buzz tonight. <laughs> I think we all should, to be honest. Like, it's gone on too long. But yeah, anyway. No, I'm not just you. <laughs> but yeah. So one of, the, one of the things I hate most about these current restrictions is, and same with everyone, the problem with the pubs closing at 12, we have a serious issue in terms of so on that night, we finished up in the Oval at about nine-ish, and we were walking towards Dame Lane. It's coming to quarter past nine. Off licenses are going to close at 10 o'clock. What are we going to do after 12 o'clock? Is there a drink back at somebody's house? I live in Glasnevin. Nobody's coming back there from 10, <laughs> way too far. <laughs> the lads that we were with, they had one bottle of wine between all of us. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> so we had a big dilemma in so this is this is the problem that I had we had to decide okay will we go to the pub and get a table before everything collapses and and we can't get a table anywhere else yeah or, or will we, we get go drink? get go get drink to sort out the night after and then just try get a table somewhere yeah. and it was all it, about- it was just a bit of a stress in the night 
but it all worked out because we got drink on the way stopped in Tesco Express got drink went to Dame Lane and we were walking through we walked by for Dame Lane and there was a lovely barrel just standing there waiting for us to stand beside it oh wait guys have we just fallen on on an absolute miracle here and it was it was a free barrel that someone had just left and that's your table for anybody (laughs) this is how restrictive Ireland has become it's (laughs) like a free barrel outside a bar is like a gold mine absolutely yeah Yeah, yeah. but the only thing was the last well people might have an issue with standing for the whole night but we're sitting down for most of the day what's the issue like do you remember the days where you could just get a pint from the bar go into the pub get a pint from the bar and then just hang around on that street stop with it in your hands <laughs> yeah yeah you know, you're like there was no sort of like oh, you're yeah. queued in and I feel like we've been sheeped into this sort of new regime yeah oh listen yeah but anyway we, we got we got the table in the end and I thought just to be sound, we'd walk up and say, look, is it okay if we grab that barrel there? And they're like, yeah, it's free seating outside, so go for it. Lovely start. Yeah. It was a great start to it. Um, and good one for any of the bars that are working in on a, on a bit, on an outside basis. It, free seating, just chuck a few barrels outside and just free for all. Yeah. Much better way of doing it than this reserve you know oh. my cousin's fucking sister reserved this under Siobhan you know and now nobody else can sit down there <laughs> you know I, yeah. I hate that yeah. I absolutely hate that it's mm. so annoying you're there with eight lads she's there waiting for one other person that's 20 minutes late and you're not getting the barrel because she's reserved it on fucking open table yeah fuck that sorry mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bit of a vent there yeah okay. yeah yeah <laughs> no but you're right you are right yeah. I mean outside seating especially in in the winter time should be a free for all really mm. and that's what it was and it was great so that that all immediately brings it up yeah but um we got our pints and i lo- what i love about dame lane is you're sit if you're sitting outside especially all the people watching you can do mm. i actually love that and you see all the different characters walking through and this my God, there's loads of characters walking through. Oh, Jesus. Dame Lane is a pot yeah. of characters. So Dame Lane, so this bar is called Four Dame Lane. Um, but Dame Lane is this place in Dublin. I actually think this is, if I could, like, this is the actual temple bar people should probably should go to. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so, not, yeah. so there's Temple Bar, which is the touristy, touristy pub place with all these fake pubs, right? But there's an actual place where there's loads of really cool pubs and nice pubs. That are not it, trying too hard. They're and, literally just doing their Yeah, thing. and it's all in like the Dame Lane, Dame Court, South William area. Um, and there's some trendy bars that are kind of a bit bougie up up around the South William Street area. But there's some lovely pubs there on Dame Lane. you got Bankers, you got Stag's Head, and then you, you actually have the Dame Lounge. And then you've the Mercantile is there as well. Oh, yeah. All really good pubs. Mm. Um, so yeah that like just shout out for that a whole area in general yeah and uh, so yeah that's what I would say but uh, there are a lot of characters I can't stop moving my legs I'll, I'll try uh, but uh, <laughs> the, there are a lot of characters that move up in there obviously you know if people are having pints on the street on barrels you know you're going to get your, your homeless uh, people which you know it's not their fault that do you know what actually that situation, yeah. which I was surprised about we were there we were standing there for about a solid hour, I'd say. Not one person, not one homeless person asked us for change while we were there. 
because the last time I was there, we had, in the space of about 20 minutes, we had about five homeless people asking us for change. Yeah. And it was on this, it was on the same, it was a Friday night as well. I, I don't know. I don't know. They probably, when you think about it, there were less people. Uh, they're usually, if there's loads of people there, I think, but there was. It I was, saw. I saw. It wasn't as many as usual. I, the saddest thing that you see sometimes on Dame Lane is that, like, and I don't want to go on negative buzz here, but the free, you see a round of like homeless kind of like heroin addicts like walk by, and they're all looking for change, and I remember then seeing a second wave of like sixteen and seventeen year old got kids selling cocaine then on the second wave. Really. And yeah, and you're just seeing these young guys Jesus. selling the drug. The first, you're seeing the drug addicts first, and then you're seeing the second wave of people just like, go, go, everyone go. And I'm like, wow. And like, you just see, like, oh, God, they got, we need to sort this out as a society. Mm. Like, you see, like, what's happening? Like, you know, the young yeah. kids are selling the drugs, <laughs> they're getting hooked on it then eventually themselves. Mm. And then, you know, they're fucking, before they know it, they're begging instead of selling. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a just, snowball effect, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's a dangerous path to go down. Snowball, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unintentional. Yeah, yeah. But ah, uh, no, yeah. it's, it's yeah. no laughing matter, really. In France. No, it's not. No, but no, yeah. No. Um, look, we were only standing outside. We didn't actually get to try inside at all. Um, but we have had many nights inside as well. And now, when you go inside, it's a massive area yeah. on the ground floor. I didn't go in. I see. I well, no, you you would have gone for the piss. Oh yeah, <laughs> not for the piss, but you went yeah, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. piss. <laughs> <laughs> there was another place I went to when I went for a piss. <laughs> yeah, which we were going to talk about at the end. Yeah, yeah. Which, um, yeah. So, I mean, you go in for a piss. You walk through the main area, and there's loads of people in there. Like it's it's there's a good vibe, great. Tu- Actually, sorry, that's one thing I need to mention. The tunes are on point. They were on point. On point. And I could hear it from outside. I was like, look, this well, is you, exactly what I want to hear. Yeah. Do you know, I, yeah. A lovely mix of everything that you want yeah. on a night out. Yeah. Just, you know, throw in an absolute blaster. Like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I once they they played an Oasis song. I was like, fuck it, mm. hell, these lads, these guys are bold. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not. So when I went in for a piss, actually, <laughs> uh, it was only just as we arrived, pretty much. Um, <laughs> I walked through the main bar, walked down to the back, and you have to go down to the back to get down to the basement, which is where the toilets are. Yeah. So I wa- I'm walking down the stairs, and you have to turn the corner. Michael Jackson was playing at the time. You know that one of that what's the song? I joined in at the Whoa but somebody was coming up the stairs and caught me and I was like made kind of kick. <laughs> and she was like, Hey, how are you? I was like, sorry, you just caught me in such a zone there. And she's like <laughs> You're grand. Um <sighs> But yeah, and then, geez, uh, so many interactions I have to actually talk about tonight. When I was in the actual jacks, I was mid-piss, and this guy had just finished. And he starts, there's only two other people, sorry, one other person, myself and another, right, taking a piss. And this guy, he has his pint with him. He just starts chatting to us. And, like, I know the, the toilet chat that goes on. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. He starts out by saying, look, lads, and I'm all ears. I, per- I perk up and I'm like, 
Here, yeah, yeah, this guy has something to say. <laughs> when somebody says, "Look here, lads, in a toilet in a Dublin pub, something, something's bad to go down." Yeah, yeah. But I was annoyingly disappointed because he just what he said was, <laughs> and this is a loose quote, but he he basically said, "I'm sitting outside, right, and I just fell off my chair in front of everyone." What do I do? I'm so embarrassed. I don't want to go back out there. <laughs> I'm like, just go back out there. Uh, fucking grow a penis. Yeah. Like, honestly, to God. Just, <laughs> what's the big deal? Yeah, like you should have just laughed it off. I know, I know. He did say, just own it, man. He's like, oh no, but I can't. Like it's just no, <laughs> no nobody was there. And then I thought he meant he was, You loser he was, <laughs> I thought he meant Oh nobody was drinking with me Or whatever Everyone was like Laughing at me uh, I can't go back out there And I was like Well Maybe just Buy someone a pint I don't care Just fucking do something And he was like I oh, know but like I'm out with my football teammates And like They, they were It's all getting worse It's just going down 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 Yeah I finish my piss and then I just fuck off. Yeah. I actually just can't deal with that. Like, yeah, fucking toxic masculinity. I've never had a problem because I don't have any masculinity. <laughs> but, and then it turned out that he was sitting right behind us when we were outside. But yeah, yeah. it's those little intera- interactions. You should tell me that. I would have been up to him and be like, did you fall off your chair? Oh. <laughs> Trust you, actually. Yeah. I fucking definitely would have done that. He probably would have decked you, though. Yeah, well, you know what? I would have dodged him somehow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's funny. I always have these weird interactions with people, and it's it's great to talk about. I I love these interactions. Like, Joe, you're weird. You get weirdly triggered sometimes. Sometimes I'll just be sitting at the bar, minding my own business, and then you'd be like, "You're right there." And I, I look like, "Lewis, what's happened?" And he's like, "No, he's no, no, <laughs> no, no. That that doesn't happen. That's a lie. No, pe- <laughs> not, pe- not. I sorry, Lewis isn't like that. Yeah, sorry, but like." He, there are points where you get triggered. I get triggered, that. yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, But I definitely do not initiate. No, you've never been an initiator. You, you, I've never seen you in a fight. No, so but this I've is, never seen you in a fight, but... But this is what happens. But you do get triggered. Pe- people, just random people just start talking to me. And most of the time I love it. But when this stuff in the jacks happens, I'm just like, please, why? Like, Why are you doing this to me? Like, yeah. But I'm glad it did happen because I can talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Away. Well, yeah. Um, so that was my experience in there and that was kind of, like, we were stuck outside so we kind of, we were stupid enough, but were we? Because we wanted to try find somewhere with a bit of, with a bit of oomph. So right now, there are bars across the city kind of breaking the rules with COVID. Yeah. And listen, we we're not encouraging it. No, no, like, yeah. we don't want to out anyone as well because if we, don't we do that, anybody. then that's game over for everyone. So. Yeah, yeah. I, we're not. We don't want to out anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, we're sick of this fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> it's not like we're, we're, you know, encouraging it or anything. But there are places where you can go. We, we and do. we found a place very close by. So we want to welcome you to a segment which we want to introduce called the secret scene of the night. So, as I was saying, we stupidly, but turned out in the end that we weren't so stupid, we decided to leave Fordham Lane to try find another place. Now, we're coming to 10 o'clock. It's hard to find a place. 10 o'clock, that, COVID time is... Well, like, you have two hours left in a place. 
Good luck getting a table. Yeah, yeah, you're right? not get, you're not getting a table. So you, you, what you're really trying to figure out is can you find somewhere that's warm outside. Mm. That's it, really. Like I, I, I mean, like or like by some miracle, spot someone leaving a table early. Yeah, which nobody's gonna do because they're you there. Another two the hours, but yeah. yeah, exactly. You're there for the night. So, so yeah. So we stumbled across this pub. Now initially. It was the same situation. We grabbed a barrel outside. outside. We grabbed a pint. You had gone for a piss. Right? So I went on my one of my tours of a pub. So what I sometimes do is I go for a toilet and I sketch out the pub to see if there's any sort of like... Secret know, scene of the night? Yeah, secret, <laughs> we call it secret scene. Secret scene of the night. And, you know, five times out of ten, so half the time, there is something going on. Yeah, you, yeah. you always find them. It's I, actually I find purpose. them, yeah. yeah. And and so with this place, the toilets were downstairs, and you had to get past the bouncer. But yeah, so I pointed at the barrel. I was like, okay, look, that's where we are. And he was like, oh yeah, Grant, yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll, I just need to go to the bathroom. He's like, oh yeah, no problem, just down there. So I walked in, but I saw he wasn't really looking at my trajectory as I walked in. So I turned right mm. instead of going downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> So then I'm in. Okay, I'm in it. <laughs> and there's the stairs, walked up the stairs, and I popped out, and there's this fucking raven work party. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the gods have sent us this. It's a sign. <laughs> so It's honestly what we needed to pick up the night, though. Yeah, yeah. we needed something. Mm. And I I was looking around, and I... I didn't want to leave it because I knew I I kind of didn't think I'd get back in. Mm. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna get everyone up here, but I might get two or two, one you and one other person." Mm. I wasn't betting on Stephen getting in, <laughs> and because um, he was kind of getting loosey goosey towards. Actually, we, yeah. Anyway, look. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we t- we were kind of. I didn't think I'd get everyone in, and then I was thinking, okay, I got to ring Lewis. So I rang Lewis twice, didn't answer. Texted him twice, and then texted another lad that we were with twice, no answer. So eventually, I was like, do I really have to give up this? So I left anyway. I le- I went downstairs, came back out, all cool. Mm. And then I go to you. I'm like, man, there's a fucking rager upstairs, massive fucking, totally breaking the COVID rules. <laughs> Do you want to go up? <laughs> and we, you were like, yeah, we could lose the barrel though. No. <laughs> you were so shit. Let me, bla- let me back myself up here, right? You say it in a way that, you know, okay, this is how you present it to me. You're like, look, there is a secret scene happening upstairs. Great intro. And you're like, yeah, it's a party for Sandra. <laughs> like, okay. Surely there's a bit of... Like, if we walk into a party, we're getting looks. We're not... No, I was saying, I was like, it's a party. And I, I, I used the exclamation marks with my fingers for you to say, for Sandra. Because I thought, if you just name some person, we all say her name. Oh. The bouncer will be like, oh, right, that's obviously the work party thing. And he, she'll be like, even yeah. if he doesn't know the name, he will be too fucking, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. proud to fucking admit okay. it. Which sometimes works with bouncers. Okay, I, so my next point was... If it didn't, if it didn't work out for us, that we got up there and we got kicked out, if we had lost that barrel, that was it for the rest of the night. Like there was no chance that it that was, was going to happen again for us. It was so risk. It was but, risk. Yeah, but but, uh, but then we decided just go in for with no risk. There's no reward. Yeah. So then I said, just go in for the 
bathroom and will feed the people in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a fucking great plan. Genius. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Hats off to you, man. Yeah, like, that yeah. was actually perfect. And then, it worked so well. So I went in first. I went in first, waited about two, three minutes. And no, because no, I want to get back to this because you initially still didn't believe me. I was like, look, go into the bathroom, take a right, go upstairs. And if you still don't want to fucking go up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'll be waiting at my phone, right? So I'm looking at my phone. And then you you get up there and you just text and you're like, oh my God, it's absolute fucking seeds. Yeah. Exclamation mark. I was like, okay, we're go. So then next one, I was like, okay, who can we get up easiest? Because <laughs> Sorry, my next text, my next test, sorry. My next text was send another up. <laughs> yeah, send another, not up, send another. <laughs> yeah, sorry, send another. <laughs> like a military camp going through some Vietnamese fucking tunnel. And so I, I, I went to Luke. I was like, "You go, you go next," because he, he was the easiest. You, you got to go by who's the easiest to get up. Yeah. Then you get the most people safe. You know, like, I'd, I'd be fucking great in a war. And got <laughs> got Luke up, and then the last one was uh, whatever. And I was like, "This is going to be a tough task." I, I, I'm, what, what all that was going through my head at this point was, "Oh my god, I'm going to get these guys up, and then I'm not going to get up mm, because you had just been up." I just thing. been up. Yeah, yeah. So, but this I had to go last because it's the most. Sorry, the this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, I said Stephen, and Stephen got through, and I was like, "Oh fuck, he got in." Okay, and I got no text from Stephen to, to say he got in, mm. but um, uh, that was that, uh, and then we were like, "Okay, it's me and my bag." That's the other thing. Mm. First time I went, I didn't have my bag. I had my bag. Why would I bring a bag to the fucking toilet? Yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm selling dodge. drugs. Unless I'm selling drugs. Dodgy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I can't go up to him and be like, I'm not selling drugs, I swear. <laughs> Check my bag and there's a fuckload of drink in it. <laughs> yes. It was, oh my God, I can't even believe yeah, I Jesus forgot Christ. that. I had three bottles of Moretti in my God. bag. My <laughs> God. Incredible. And I, I was like, I was like, went up to the bench. I was like, look, just trying to, and he's like, just go on, will you, fuck's sake. Yeah. And I was like, legend. And so then we all ended up, and you were there at the bar getting pints. I was like, we did it. And we were sorted for the night then. Yeah, but, we were sorted for the night. For the, so and it went on for another two and a half hours or something like It was class. So in the midst of all that, like we got, we got our pints. We were having a bit of a dance and like dance floor completely yeah. it was actually this was illegal this yeah. was completely illegal so <laughs> we're probably gonna get ourselves in trouble if we're not careful ah, no, yeah, so um, first thing was we were trying to figure out what the sus was in terms of is this actually a party how many people actually know each other here and it there was too many groups that it seemed like it wasn't a party but then with all the restrictions that are in place it just it was too loose for it not to mm. be a party. Do you know what I mean? So we were just trying to wonder that. And well, we, I was just look. I was like, this is so blatant. How has this been allowed? Like, yeah. I couldn't... I, I, like, yeah. If the guards walk... See, this, this The guards the get walking by the lane as well. Like, yeah. I, but yeah. You, you can't... You can't hear anything from upstairs. No. Which is ideal. Anyway, um, we were getting a few shifty eyes. Like, what are this? what's this crowd doing here? So, yeah. like, that's when I started to think, okay, this is definitely a party. Yeah. As I was thinking all that, some guy came up to me and he was absolutely, like he wasn't hammered, but like he was loose. And he says, here man, it's great to be alive. How good is this? This is so fucking illegal. 
I'm like, man, you're telling me. And there was no mention of a party or anything, but I was just like, I shook his hand. And I was like, you're a legend. <laughs> but um, then I was chatting to someone else. I was like, here, do you know what the story is? Is this a party or what? Yeah, like, what? what is... Because I, I, in my head, I was like, nobody would be this blatant unless they understood they were following the rules. Mm. But this doesn't seem like they're following... It didn't seem like they were following the rules. No. Mm. Um, and this is why we're not mentioning the name, because we want to keep this secret mm. scene to ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> in case it happens again. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, apparently it was, a, it was a Christmas party. Yeah, Christmas work party. So, and, yeah. and there was about... Yeah, I might as well say it. There was 20 people was at the 20? party. No, 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 sorry. There was 20 people invited to the party. Now, there was extras there, so the person that I was chatting to was actually... I'd say there was 40 not, people in that room. Yeah, easy. Maybe more, like 50 yeah, yeah, ab- yeah. and above. But the person I was chatting to didn't work for the company. They were a friend of someone who worked for the company. So, so like, it it's got just out that this extended. company was loose. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that this pub was loose. Sorry, I just dropped a can there. Oh, <laughs> Disaster. Yeah. Usually it's Johnny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, shit, yeah. Okay, apologies for that. There was a bit of a, bit of a spillage to clean up there. Um, but yeah, we were in the midst of talking about this secret scene of the night. And do you know what? what we felt on the night after chatting to everyone as well and you came up to me and you said there's such speakeasy vibes about this <laughs> like, there is because you remember back like 2010 to 15 it would have been about you know five six years ago uh, when we were sort of coming out of the recession and all these sort of like lame like <laughs> all these lame sort of like speakeasy bars are being set up around the city like oh you have to like text us to get in here at this mm. time you know, like, and we all thought it was class yeah, yeah. You, you felt so privileged that you actually were there and you knew about it like you know yeah. and now it's kind of like a running joke like if you were seen there now you'd be like Fucking, what an absolute balance like you know just goes to show guys trends but it uh, yeah, that it did actually have a real speakeasy vibe to mm. it. Yeah, um, just from what your man said to me randomly, he was like, "This is so fucking illegal." It's great. <laughs> I was like, "You're so right." <laughs> we felt on top of the world well, that's because what it's we come found to. that's yeah. what's come to in Ireland. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to. No, nobody wants to be. I, I'm not sure we were. There's. I, I'm not. I'm not sure of the rules myself, but I don't think we were breaking the rules. But it felt like we might have been. You know, I don't know. Look, everyone. No matter what a person says, anyone is breaking the rules in the in this current situation. Nobody. They're changing. Nobody. They're changing every week. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to keep track of. But do you know what? We had a great night. We're able to talk about it without selling anyone down the river. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's our secret scene of the night. Unfortunately, we can't give off the name. What a night we had, <laughs> honestly. Now, we were getting shifty eyes, and that's that's a whole other story, but it was brilliant. And the guys behind the bar, like, they were loving it as well. Like, they yeah. were like, drink, drink, drink. Everybody in this room, it's not like, you know. Yeah, money, 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 money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were thinking, I'm fucking going to join them for a few drinks after the yeah, next guy yeah. joins yeah. the shift. Like, and we were one of the f- last people there like it finished up at 12 so they yeah, were they, they were they followed the 12 o'clock rule yeah <laughs> they followed one rule at least right? <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but uh the people cleaning up like i'm not sure lewis was following the rule when he was <laughs> <laughs> it's 
speak for yourself. <laughs> no, and your man that was cleaning up, I was like, oh, listen, we'll be out of your hair now in two seconds. We're just finishing up with a drink. He was like, don't worry about it, man. Just you do you. Do you. <laughs> it was that extra level of like calmness and just mm. just relaxed atmosphere that just made us. Super chill, super chill. It just ended the night perfectly. Yeah. And that's about a wrap now for the episode. So See you next week. Yeah. I think, what were you saying earlier on? You were going to hit the... Oh, yeah, we'll do Lord Edward, and then we'll pick another one as well. That's on the south side, so we have to pick one on the north side. Yeah, but we uh, want to maintain that anyway, that north side, south side aspect um, to, the, to the podcast. Even though it's geographically, you know, problematic in terms of just walking across the city for an hour. But like, Well, especially be... now, because, you know, we're tight for time in terms of pubs finishing and getting the table yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but look, look we'll, 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 we'll do our best. We'll do our um, best. But listen... We want to thank you for tuning in this week and we hope to have you in, listening in next week. Um, we're having a great time doing this and we wish you all the best. And happy Christmas, but obviously this is released after Christmas. Happy so. Christmas, happy new year. Yeah, uh, We'll be back next week. See you then. Slongerful.